Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at the seven deadly sins. The comic book that collects issues one to six of the 2018 TKO Studios series by Z Chun, Artyom Trankahov. <laughs> uh, that's not right. Trakhanov <laughs> and Julia Brusco. Very good, Benjamin. Not only have you made a balls of that man's name, you've also not said the key phrase of our branding. Collecting, collecting issues. issues. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you said which collects issues, but that's uh, fine. That's that's Branding. Not the name of our podcast. Branding is for dweebs, Ben. Let's get <laughs> no. get out of here, branding dweebs. Benjamin. Oh God. Yeah. I tell you what, though. Yeah, go on. Of all the comics that you've made me read on this bloody bi-weekly comic book book club collecting issues, there've been a few. There have been a few. Fifty-one-ish. Benjamin. That's a lot. I know. Too many. Some would say. Benjamin. Yeah. This one is easily, by far, the most gross and unpleasant. It's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross and unpleasant. It's so ben. gross. Benjamin, I did not enjoy a moment of this. And I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. It's just from start to finish, everything is horrible and gross and unpleasant. Everything's so shite, Michael. Everything um, is the absolute worst, Ben. There is not a, gle- a fl- glance. A, what's a, There's not a fleeting moment of... Like happiness or joy or anything good at all. No, they won't give it to you. They won't let you have it. Yeah. I hope you don't like being triggered. Oh, yeah, shit. Because you're not going to enjoy this if you don't like being triggered. Um, yeah, it's an aggressive old thing, isn't it? I, I didn't know him. I'll be honest. I bought this on a pure whim, Michael. I said to myself, I like a Western. I like this TK Studios lurk. TKO Studios. Yeah, very good. Uh, what did I call them? TK Studios. Yeah, TK the Studios. They make, yeah, they make lemonade um, <laughs> with really nice lighting. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I picked it up and I went, yeah, I'll give this a go. It's pretty grim. Oh, my God, Ben. And look, this is not a complaint. We're not complaining about the quality of it. No. It's just relentless. It just it never gives up. It is the most relentlessly grim and horrible thing I've ever seen. It reminded me, Ben, of its... Both in its setting and in its unrelenting grimness yes. of the Kurt Russell film Bone Tomahawk. I've never seen Bone Tomahawk. Imagine, Ben, the unrelenting horribleness of this. Yeah. But a little bit more horror, a little bit less social and racial and political commentary. All right. Yeah. Okay, that but sounds intense. Similar settings, but yeah. just as relentlessly grim. That's very grim. So grim, Ben. Every mm. moment of this was grim and relentless. I don't know if I've said either the words grim or relentless yet. It's come up bloody hell. This is grim. Now, Ben. Go on. It's it's uh, it's it's a tough time for us all. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, physically, psychologically, financially, um, financially, <laughs> everything, everything, spiritually, Ben. Um, <laughs> gastrointestinally. Just um, bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, I thought I was uh, having a stress pain in my stomach the other day and then I had a big fart and I was fine. But, um, what was I saying? We're it's all at tough. the end of our rope, Michael. We're all at the end of our rope, Ben. We're all at the end of our tethers. So, perhaps, to, to read this comic in a less grim and gross and horrible time would be an interesting experiment. Because, Shame my that. God, did this... Uh, 
Did this get me right in the fields? Um, yeah, so this this comic is, um, I think relentless is probably the best word you could have chosen, Michael. Um, I, I picked this purely based on the fact of the thing of a priest recruits a bunch of no-good sinners um, mm. to, to do a suicide mission. Now, Michael, I read that and went, oh, so it's Suicide Squad with horses. Yeah, you um, told me, Ben, and I said, oh, I've seen that film. It's called The Magnificent Seven. Yeah, but you see, Michael, what what uh, Z Chun didn't do, the author yeah. of this comic is, he didn't make any of them particularly likable. No, um, very unpleasant. In this case, Michael, it's a bunch of people on death row who very much deserve to be there. Mm, you could argue one or two of them. Okay, you could argue one or two of them aren't. But the majority of people in this bloody comic, Michael, mm. deserve to be where they are. Mm. Yeah, um, everyone's bad eggs. Everyone's bad eggs. And if they're not bad eggs, they're going to become bad eggs because this is a corrupting environment. Ooh-wee. Ooh, lordy lord. Oh, lordy lord. Ben, um, I do not want to go to the Old West, thank you very much. I'll kind no, of stay I, where I am. I think that's one of the more interesting things, Michael, is this is very much a non-glamorized approach um, to the Old West. I think a, a lot of the time when we when we watch a, a movie, mm-hmm. an El Western, mm-hmm. um, with one Clint Eastwood... Yeah. Or one bloody John, what's his name? Wayne. John Wayne, yes. Marion to his pals. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Notably, definitely Mongolian John Wayne. Genghis Khan, yeah. Genghis Khan, yeah. Um, When we watch those, we get a very clean um, West. Things go wrong. Things aren't great. Oh, Mm -hmm. wait, who's that strapping man on a horse there? He might sort it out. Bada bing, bada boom. Dunzo. Mm. Okay, it's a very Hollywood treatment, and some movies have made an attempt at at fixing this. Michael, over the years, we've had Three Ten to Yuma. Yep, we've had other westerns that aren't springing <laughs> to mind right now. <laughs> ben, the one that really jumps out to me is Django Unchained. Yeah, so we have Django. So this is heavily Julia Brusco. Yes, who is the colorist on this? Worked mm-hmm. on Django Unchained prior to this. Uh, Get she, out of here! She was the colorist for the Django Unchained official comic book adaptation of um, Django Unchained. Well, that explains a lot about the atmosphere and style of this, then, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't uh, it? <laughs> it explains a good deal. So, yeah, it's the it's the Quentin Tarantino approach to the West, where you look at it and you go, "Oh, Jesus! Thank God I was born in 1991." Yes, I'm with <laughs> you. I get that. I get that. But even Django Unchained has moments of levity and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Catharsis. Yeah. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when Django goes in and uh, spoilers for Django Unchained, a 10 year old movie at this stage. But when Django goes in and starts getting revenge on all those white slave owners and you're like, yeah, that's, get that's him, nice. get Leonardo DiCaprio. He deserves that's it. Nice. Yeah. Whereas in this, everyone deserves it. The people giving the punishment deserve it. The people receiving the punishment deserve it. There are three or four innocents in the whole thing. And boy, they don't deserve it. <laughs> and they just get them out of there. Bring um, them somewhere else. Yeah, so the, the concept of this, Michael, um, runs very much around the the the, the Old West missions um, that were set up, quite often in a colonial fashion. Um, missions were religious sanctuaries where... Various displaced members of the Old West, whether it be through uh, a casual genocide, a I Native American genocide. raid, oh, yeah. uh, disease and famine, oh, a drought, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just sheer bad luck on the a old border frontier. War. A border war. Mm-hmm. Had a few of our own. Um, you know, there's there's loads of there's loads of reasons that you might get displaced in the old west. And who mm. would you turn to, Michael? The big fella in the sky. The old not god. Ma- not Michael Collins. Um, <clears throat> and what we do in those particular cases, Michael, is they'd probably find their way to a mission. And the right. mission would be run by a good and 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 wholesome uh, priest who only wanted the best for everybody and mm. set this up out of the goodness of his heart except that's not really how life works Michael and so it would be more likely that there was some kind of personal gain to be gotten oh from yeah, setting up a mission gain. Mm. Um, and so this is set in the th- this is set around the the history and establishment of the Threadgill mission Ben yes he's a flipping lunatic He's a flipping lunatic. He's a bloody Calvinist chosen one lunatic, Michael. Yes. But (laughs) at least, I don't know, maybe I read this wrong, but at least he's not a racist. He doesn't seem to be. He doesn't seem to be racist. He definitely hates other cultures. Yeah, he wants but the he one true white god to be the yeah, culture Yeah, he for wants everyone to follow that one god that he believes in and everyone to be like a proper, a proper white Calvinist man but it doesn't matter what colour you are as long as you're following his rules as long as you follow the rules you'd be grand so that's Father mm. Treadgill and he's he's the Calvin Coolidge sans the racism mm. um, of this particular piece and then we're introduced to Father Antonio who is one of the displaced masses one of the lost hope in the middle of the Old West, displaced masses, and he thought that Father Treadgill was the end-all, be-all of salvation. He thought mm. to follow this man was to be on the righteous path. Only, Michael. Go on. Only. Yes. We find out that a lot of the orphans that come to the mission mm. haven't really become orphans through Not a great. lack of intervention on Mr. Treadgill's part. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He um, killed their parents, Ben. He, he did, yeah. So what Treadgill has He's been no doing... Use is working with the rebels on the Confederate side, post-Civil War. And he's been working up and down the border to eliminate Native American settlements in the middle of the night. Mm. Catching them completely unawares, without any kind of honour, wiping them out, Mm. and then their children get put in the mission. Yeah, And that's why then the Native Americans do the same thing. But you could argue then that the theme of this is is revenge justified for revenge? Well, I mean, it's a great question, isn't it? No, I've put it very poorly. But I mean, the writers of the comic have done a better job of it. I I once slighted you, Michael, and I've been doing a podcast for the last four years. Ah, revenge, Ben, as the Klingons say, is a dish best served cold. That's Um, why you don't get drunk with Mick Leonard and sign a contract. Don't, well, no, you don't I'll get do you. I'll yeah. get you. Um, Benjamin. Yes. But revenge isn't one of the seven deadly sins. Although it, it is probably the overriding. <laughs> although, you know, the, the seven deadly sins is a good catch for this. The theme of this isn't, isn't the seven deadly sins. I don't the even theme, know if it's religion. I don't even know if it is religion, Ben. No. The theme is the depths to which men can, can, can sink seeking revenge. Yeah, it's a, that's an awful dark pit over there. Let's take a dip in it. Um, that's, yeah. and that, Let's that's, make everything worse. <laughs> Some bad things every- happened. Let's do worse things. And let's <laughs> just keep worse. it going. Keep so, it going. With that in mind, um, yes. the Native Americans have built up their own form of army. Hmm. Um, and they're being led by one Black Cloud, yes. um, is the name of this gentleman. And he's wiping out 
um, white populations along uh, the Old West. Yeah, yeah. So he's Still just going the in there. He's not being nice about it, Michael. He's collecting scalp after yeah. scalp after scalp. And he's keeping the kids. Yeah, he's just as bad. Just as bad. And the question put to us is, Michael, mm. does that is that in any way justified or is he just a, a bloody dickhead? They're all dickheads, Ben. And I think I think the moral of the story is anyone that does that kind of thing is a bit of a dickhead. Mm, mm, very unpleasant, very bad. Get it, rid of it. Them. Avoids. It's funny in Blackout they avoid a lot of kind of classic Western tropes like the noble savage, the the wisdom we can't fathom kind of end of things. We get up and close. We get up close and personal with Black Cloud in issue four, I think, mm. and we kind of learn of his motivations, and we're like, oh, you're a bit mental. Oh, he's mental too. Oh, he's mental too. There's, there's two no, of them. There's, there's two of them, and they're equally mental. There's no easy resolution here. Everyone um, just piss off. And it's pretty interesting. Um, so the, the the crux of this is the father Antonio gets a douse of conscience uh, when he figures out where all these people are coming from. All these orphans mm. are coming from, and he's like, "Oh, we got to put an end to that." Oh, we um, better put a stop to this. None of these children are Mexican at all, uh, and I was what? all right with that. I was grand when they were displaced Mexicans, um, but now that I've found out that there are other types of people, we can't have that. Yeah, a bit like modern conservatism today, Michael. Oh, very um, good. See you. Yes, very good, Ben. Stick it go. to the man there. Yes, sticking it to them with my little sly comments on my podcast um, that three people listen to. Hi, oh, three no, people. It's, it's about fifty. Hi, how are you, Ben? Ben, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna try and get advertising revenue on this. Don't don't undersell no, it. Three thousand people. Three thousand folks listening in yeah. every week. Um, Benjamin. Yeah. One of the weaknesses I I saw of this comic, and perhaps other than the fact that it's not, it's a bit it was a bit too grim for me. <laughs> like, it's too grim for it's me. It's funny because sometimes Ben, we don't like comics on this, and like it's very. What what am I trying to say about this? I don't know. I I very much did not enjoy this. Okay. Right? Yeah. But I still think it was excellent. Yeah, so that's the tricky part, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? It's an excellent comic. But, you know, um, just whiling away your hours in enjoyment isn't always the goal of everything. And as something to read, which is gross and unpleasant and makes you think and go, oh, people are the worst. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, philosophically, we are bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a very good comic, but God, I hated every minute of it. The I, one of one of my yeah, it's a it's a tough read. It's not mm. something you should read if you're not having the best time right now. Yeah. It's not something you should read if you're looking for a bit of human hope. There's um, pregnant women being debabied, Ben. Yeah. There's there's rape. There's yeah. um, There's killing of of. Children and animals, and it's it all. it's intense. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the seven deadly sins, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's fucking too intense. Ben, the seven that we meet. One of them is Jericho. I can't remember the second name. Jones. Is it Jericho Jones. All right. The man who would be in the film adaptation played by Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Um, mm. So he is Michael, uh, a yeah. former slave. Who fought on the side of the Union? Mm, the goodies, ostensibly. the goodies, ostensibly. Um, the Union, and mm. when he came back, uh, it turns out that his plantation had burned down. His wife had died, and yeah. his children were missing. And that mm. sent him on a, a revenge spree, Michael, across yeah. the old West, where yeah. he'd find former Confederates yeah. and just wipe them out. 
Ben, it made him so angry that it turned him red in flashbacks. It does. He's, he's pure red, blood red, my yeah. man. Benjamin, I think he might be wrath. He's wrath. Most most yeah. certainly wrath. That's Michael. the easy one. Um, the next one that we have then, Michael, I suppose the next key character in all that is... Oh, the names are going to escape me here and it's going to blow me you. up a wall. Will you help I'll me? I'll help you. Uh, yeah, help pregnant you. former slave lady. Marlene, I think. Marlene, thank you very much. Um, so Marlene is, is probably our embodiment of lust, Michael. Um, is she? Though she is not... Um, she is not lustful herself. Um, she most of her woes stem from the lust of others. Mm. Um, I thought it was quite an interesting, not twist necessarily, Ben. I thought it was one of the very closest to a nice moment that at least the child was the product of a loving relationship. Yes, there was no, there was no, um, th- there was no forced coupling. No, and um, in and, that, you one. know, there was the potential there for some happiness. Yeah, and then that was snuffed rather sharply. Um, yeah, boo. In in favour of giving her a grim and gritty backstory. So that mm. poor woman um, then fled the plantation. Uh, the one she had come to trust, but when the veil was pulled back, Michael, it was all a bit shite. Mm. It's all Not a bit that shite. great, were they? Not that great. So she's mm. out there as a lady killer. Um, then we've got our very own um, kind of cross-dressing... I don't know if it's ever fully addressed. It's never fully addressed. It's yeah. never fully addressed, Michael. All we know is that it seems to be, I could get this horribly wrong and I apologise to anybody, but it seems to be a mm-hmm. butch presenting woman. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, did I get that wrong? Is it a, is it a, is it a female presenting well, stop man? saying it. Stop saying it, first of all. Oh, did I say it? Oh, yeah. that's not good. Sorry. Um, Huge apologies. I'm going to assume that you meant it as in the situation rather than the person. Yeah, sorry. The, the character's name is Irish Claire. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she presents as a woman for sure. Yeah. But there's the implication that her real name is Clark and she actually grew up a boy possibly. Yeah. But then one of the baddies tries to grab a hold of the old meat and two veg and it's not entirely clear if he's shocked by what he finds or doesn't finds find. Finds or doesn't find. So um, maybe when Irish Claire was going by Clark, she was presenting as a boy. It's never really cleared up. Yeah, we and don't I think ever, all the better for it. And, uh, yeah, it's a good mystery. Um, I think that's Envy, Michael. Hmm. Um, I that's think where I came down on too, but that might be just us being nerds. Is, is it gender envy? Is, is I don't know, Ben. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Then we get least, probably go on. At least the guy for sloth is just a big chubby hungry guy. He's sloth and gluttony. I think he's oh he's, gluttony. He, yeah, sorry, he's, no, a, he's gluttony. He's he's, not sloth. he's, he's a little of both. Um, he's gluttony. gluttony is is a former Confederate, Michael, who was pinned down with his own allies, and he ate them. Yeah, in desperation, Ben. No one in, blames the lads from the the film Alive. No, they don't. So he ate his his dead compatriots, um, and he became gluttony. He's he's a big, mm. heavy man, um, and that's kind of his role in it. He kind of redeems himself towards the end there, Michael, and has a pretty grim end as a result. Um, mm. Then we have oh, there's people escaping me now, Michael. So there's the. There's the one who turns out to be a traitor, old um, uh, Dapper the, Dan, the sharpshooter, Dapper Dapper Dudley. Dapper Dudley. He is almost certainly Michael Pride, and um, done in by it, Ben, and, and done in because so, he's a useless son of a bitch. Get he, rid of him. Oh, he's he's a real no good varmint, Michael. Yeah, no good. Um, get rid of him. Heavily implied that our our pal there might be um, 
might be into some seriously nasty stuff um, mm. as we go on. It's never explained why somebody put the mercury in his face paint. And then when we do find out, we go, ugh. Mm. What a bad, what a bad bloke! Probably could have pushed it a bit more than mercury in the face paint, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, just a life of the old head. Yeah, just Benjamin, get him out of there. And that leaves the Chinese doctor. Yeah, what's um, he? That's a great question, Michael. I, 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 I took it to be, and this is a, this is a stretch. Um, right. His use of chemicals to slow people down could be sloth. Oh no, that's too much of a stretch. Too I'm much not of having a stretch. It. I'm not um, having it. In that case, he's more than likely. Um, I mean, sloth's what's left, isn't it? It is. But are we are we mis are we misreading this? Are we mis are we making an assumption? Are we making an ass out of you and me? Um, more than likely, by assuming that the seven kind of criminals are the seven deadly sins, rather that is that too on the nose? Are we perhaps Possibly. looking for links that aren't there? I mean, because it does be the Antonio first time. say that? Does Antonio say that? He represents sloth because he hasn't done anything. Oh yeah, I forgot about See what that. What I'm saying? I forgot about that completely. Uh, Antonio's an interesting one, Michael. Go on. Um, Antonio is a weak and snivelling character who's pushing himself to be the best he can be. Hmm. Um, and oh, he has a tough L time, Michael. He that man cannot catch a break from start to finish. Um. There are some gruesome depictions of his life as well. Um, the hanging scene that's interrupted Very is so unpleasant to look at, Michael. The art uh, from Mr. I'm going to need to check the oh, name here we go. so yeah, I get it right. Good. Yeah, this will be good. Trakanov. All right. Uh, from Mr. Trakanov is astoundingly grotesque in places. <laughs> so um, grotesque. So grotesque. And we, we get to see that. But he has Grace. And Grace is actually the daughter of Black Cloud. Um, and his kind of redemption arc is trying to bring Grace back. Oh, to Black I see what Cloud. you've done there, Ben. You've done a bit of a, a pun, have you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You, it wasn't you, Ben. It was the writers. It was the writers. The writers did it, Michael. It wasn't me. I'm gonna take. <laughs> They're cleverer than us, Ben. They are They're infinitely so. Um, but anyway, Michael, that's what happens with that particular one. Um. And yeah, so we introduce these different characters. Some of them meet really grisly ends, Michael. Um, yes. In particular, Marlene. Oh. Marlene does a suicide. It's very unpleasant. And then yes. gets the baby taken out. Don't like it. Didn't like that. Didn't like that Didn't at love all. It. And, you know, it's her second attempted suicide in yeah. the book. She tries yeah. to... Well, no, she, well she, no, she's not trying attempting suicide in the first scene, is she? She's, she's trying to have a miscarriage. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse when you say it out loud. Oh, Michael. it's worse when it's I say, worse it when you say it out loud. Benjamin. Yeah, I, I forgot what I was saying earlier, which was if I had one complaint about it, because, again, the whole it's grim and unpleasant isn't a complaint because that's what it's doing and it does it sublimely well. But if I did have one complaint about it, it's that issue one doesn't grip you very much because no. it introduces too many characters. You do get lost in a morass of character. Yeah, and it does all click into place and start making sense. But I could see how if you... Red issue one of this, you wouldn't be super eager to go on and read the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you know, I, I, I can't make excuses for this coming Michael. I picked it, and this is just a bad pick. No, I don't think it is. That's not what I'm uh, saying. I, no, it's a good I, comic. I like... Sorry, it's a grim pick. It's a grim yeah, pick. It's, a grim it's not pick. a bad pick. This is not a bad comic. This is no. a well written, well drawn, well characterized comic. Yeah. 
just hard. It's hard going. It's it's depicting hard stuff that's unpleasant. Yeah, and it if it were any other time other than a global pandemic, Michael, <laughs> this would probably be quite a good read. Like you I, could sit there for hours and go, "This is interesting." Uh, yeah, yeah. The, like the, the old times were horrible, weren't they? The old Benjamin, times were grim. Yeah, the old times were horrible. But it. it it does bring up an interesting point about grim, horrible things and escapism, but I don't think we we really have the time to go on into that at the moment. Sure. Um, but yeah, I there's not like that. That's probably my own. Okay, I guess you know we're not we're not we're not going to blow smoke up anyone's ass. It's not my favorite art of all time. Sure. It, it, there were aspects of you know. British comics about it in in a lot of its grotesquery sometimes. Yeah, uh, we've talked about this before. It it threw me back a bit to, you know, seventies and eighties British two thousand slain. You know, slain has a slain, lot pop popping eyeballs and yeah. severed limbs and stuff like that. Um, it, it it did bring me back to that a bit, but it, it's not my favorite art of all time. It's good art and it really does set a tone, and that yeah. tone is grim and horrible. Yes. Um, there is a, a famous comic from Dark Horse Comics. It's a little series called Billy the Kid. Right. Um, I've heard and, of him. and it's about Billy the Kid um, who finds oh, his it? way into a traveling freak show. Oh. Um, and that traveling freak show in the United States travels around the Old West solving mysteries like a really grim Scooby Doo. Um, and there's a lot of that going on Sco- in ben. this. Yeah. Ben. Scooby bloody don't more like <laughs> Scooby. Uh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's just. But anyway, anyway, Michael, the art no. here is reminiscent of Hellboy in places. Um, it's the the cast they've gotten here, Michael, is kind of a veteran cast of 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 comic book artists. Um, um, Z Z Chun worked a lot with uh, Gotham, which was um uh uh kind of a a grim and gritty down in the streets telling of Gotham without Batman so it's the mysteries that went on in Gotham that Batman didn't see sometimes mm-hmm. um and it made for some pretty interesting stuff um he also did Once Upon a Time which was another ben. western yes Ben are you sure I think you've got that wrong I think you've misread that I think he was one of the writers on the TV show Gotham Really I think so, yeah. Okay, I think hang, he was on, one hang, of the hang on, hang on, hang on. I think he's one of the writers on now. the TV show Once Upon a Time, oh, I thought it was which the is mini very much not a grim and gritty re- western. It's a fairy it's a tale. And, it's a grim and gritty bloody thing. It's got some weird stuff. No, you're right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, I'm, I'll hang on. I'll hang on for you. Oh, man. yeah, no, he's a screenwriter much. before he's a... Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right, Michael. Excuse me. screenwriter for the TV show Gotham. Excuse me. You are excused, Ben. Anyone can make a mistake publicly. On the uh, podcast. No, you're absolutely right, Michael. Um, he is a screenwriter for Gotham. Um, yeah. He's he's currently working on Gremlins, the secret of the Mogwai. Oh, good. <laughs> that's, that's his we'll see that. Project. And he also wrote for the TV show Once Upon a Time. Yeah, which is um, about fairy tale characters. Which was about fairy tale people. Um, so maybe this was a bit of a palate cleanser. <laughs> or a fucking palate tainter. I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is not like... This is not fun. Um, but anyway... A lot of yes. that stuff is um, a lot of that stuff is uh, influenced here. The Gotham stuff is there, like that Gotham influence. Now that you've mentioned it, is really in there because Gotham had those really dark moments as well. You were like, "Ah, oh, what are you doing? 
Oh, stop, stop hitting that man with a hammer. This shouldn't be on daytime TV. What are you at? Um, the artist, uh, Artyom Trankinov, yes. um, <laughs> has worked on Undertow and Turncoat. Those are two really dark comics from... I think one of them is from Image and one of them is from Dark Horse. And then I suppose the person who sets the most tone here, and you might not think it, Michael, is um, Julia Brusco. Because Julia mm. Brusco worked, as I said, on that Django Unchained um, comic. But she also worked on Scalped, which is the famous Vertigo series oh. about crime on Native American reservations. Mm. Um, so her color palettes, her bold color choices... She is uh, kind of a a veteran noir colorist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she does a lot of that kind of work. And I think it's down to her that you get that consistent tone mm. um, overall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael. Yes. Michael, come here to me. Final yeah. closing thoughts on this here comic. Benjamin, it's a weird one for me. I'm giving it a glowing recommendation if what you want is something grim and horrible. <laughs> Yeah, wait for the pandemic to be over. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I think it, I, it has, it did affect me. And sometimes, not everything we read affects us, Ben. Sometimes no. we read The Falcon and the Winter Soldier having an adventure. And it's and shite. 20, 25 minutes later, we forget we've ever read it. I've I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to wake up sweating one day in 25 years and go, oh, remember that time I read Seven Deadly Sins? Oh, God. Oh, no. In fairness, I think they'd probably put that on the jacket, Michael. I think that's as high a <laughs> price as you can give it. Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, if if not entirely soul destroying, um, <laughs> it check out Scalped. That's that's my top recommendation based on this. Um, mm-hmm. Check out. I'm trying to think of other things. Check out that Billy the Kid series from Dark Horse Comics. If you're into yeah. this, if that's the tone you're looking for. And I think that's all for me in terms of recommendations. Um, yeah, I don't really have much either. Otherwise, I mean, if you like the setting, mm-hmm. like if you like the setting and you like the grim and horribleness, like if 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 you're a teenage boy and you've read this and got, yeah, it's horrible things happening in the Old West. Just go watch Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, go enjoy that. Because you'll Russell. like it. You're, you're not going to get the same moralizing. No. Uh, moralizing has a negative context which I don't intend there but you're not going to get that same feeling but moral dissection perhaps yeah if, if if what you're interested is horrible things happen with Native Americans in the Old West and everyone's gross just go just read go something by that. Garth Ennis yeah, yeah, um, yeah well that's it yeah even Preacher like <laughs> even preacher there's, all, there, there's always a niggling feeling of Preacher in the back of the head throughout the whole thing as well where yeah yeah this could be a flashback in Preacher yeah Absolutely, it could be a Saint of Killers flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, no worries. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what did you think? What did you think? Of this particular comic. Are you crying? Are you in therapy? Do you hate us now? Um, no. You can get in touch with us and let us know in a couple of different ways. You can find us on the interwebs at www.shomrabeug.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com It means tiny room in Irish because the podcast you know is a tiny room. You point that out every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, just so people don't forget. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Collecting Issues. I never update it, but if you get in never. touch with me, I'll see your message. There's one picture. <laughs> There's only one way, ladies and gentlemen, 
to really get in touch with us. It's the Engage, best way. Engage, Ben. Engage with the content. That's what the key word is. <laughs> Recently, we had a response on this particular method saying, my God, that was a speedy response. That's because we're that quick, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want that, just get up on there. the Discord. Hop up on it. We're just waiting. We're just literally just waiting. I'm sitting here. Now. It's open now. Someone say something, please. <laughs> Join us in two weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, where we'll be taking a look at Batman, the doom that came to Gotham, where Cthulhu oh. meets Gotham. Oh. Um, Poppy punches in him a, in the tentacle. In an Elseworlds uh, novel. So that's what we're going to be taking a look at in two weeks' time. Um, it's a little bit more fun than this one and hopefully not as grim. <laughs> hopefully Slightly less grim. <laughs> That's it from us. I'm off to have a cry. Bye. I'm going to have a cry too. Yeehaw. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. <laughs>